Hello, and welcome to that Money Lady podcast with me, Audrey Heesh, your friendly money lady. Today, let's dig in and spill the tea on 1099s. I know, not really exciting, and it's kind of essential. <laughs> not kind of, it is essential, The because that's just our reality is tax forms. As business owners, we need to have at least a base understanding of what these tax forms are, what is our responsibility, and how to make sure that it is accurate and things aren't getting double reported. And you can look at it and just be like, I at least know the question to ask whether or not this is right or wrong. <laughs> and that's my mission here is to get you on that path. You're you're not you do not need to know everything but you do need to have a base level of understanding and the ability to kind of see what's right and wrong and the right person to ask as to if it's right or wrong and potentially how to fix it if that's the case. So back in 2021, I'm pretty sure we're all very familiar with the American Rescue Plan. And when that part of that, one of the sections was to amend the 1099-Ks, which means that payment providers needed to also abide by the 600 threshold that every other business has to abide by. So, and some of them lower, like you ever get those interest 1099s that are like $11? <laughs> That's because that threshold is $10. If you get interest for, yeah, that's another rabbit hole. So that's also part of why 1099s are so incredibly confusing because there are so many different layers and rules and regulations for all the different types and what it means for each of you. So let's break it down and spill the tea because this is important. So back in 2021, I believe it was March, uh, the rescue plan got enacted. It said that Payment processors need to abide by that $600 threshold. It was scheduled to go out January, 2023. So, excuse me. Oh, goodness, excuse me. Um, so those tech software platforms had almost two years, year and a half, let's just say year and a half, to make sure that their software was equipped to handle any changes that this regulation was going to bring. Granted, I don't, I'm not incredibly techie, but I don't feel like that's unreasonable. Neither is educating their base on what this means. While that's not necessarily their responsibility, I guess, I find it important that it it is i i i personally think that it is important to educate your base with changes that are happening and why they're happening it just tends to lead to more trust and understanding and that's all very important in to me so that aside, this 1099 
there was a lot of blowback in January of last year about this regulations and rules. Everyone lost their shit and was like, what's me? <laughs> what do I do? Oh my God. So the IRS was like, okay, let's hold off. It won't get started until 2024 to, for everyone to get educated and understand what's going on. Um, I I can be wrong, but I feel like the IRS was taken, was confused by this, probably because they were under the impression people had more understanding and knowledge of what a 1099 is than what is actually reality, um, at least in my experience. People really do not understand 1099s, and that helps lead to a lot of confusion because people just see 1099s, they're responsible for all the taxes, and the world's over. That's not really the case. Um, sometimes it can be, absolutely. I don't want to diminish that, and the, the implications of how 1099s are applied can also be a big deal depending on how you're set up. There's a lot of nuance in that. Make sure you're talking to a tax professional that knows your unique situation and what is best for you in mitigating any of that. But let's get back to this 1099K, which is what the payment processors are responsible for. So they moved it to 2024. And they changed the threshold to $5,000 instead of the $600. When prior, it had been, you had to meet two requirements in order to get a 1099K from the payment processor. That was, um, you had to have hit $20,000 in sales. You had to have received $20,000 from that processor and 200 tra transactions. Those were the two thresholds. Some of them, some of the processors abided by different thresholds, but that was the one by law. They had to at least meet that one. Um, so now for January 2024, for the tax year 2023, if you, it would be $5,000. And then the IRS is going to slowly roll out the program to eventually get down to that $600. So that is what is to be expected on that front. So if you get, so that's what to be expected. However, there are a couple states that do require the threshold to be at $600. Um, I did not independently verify this for all the states, but I, it was also on another uh, payment processors website. So I feel like it's fairly accurate and I will link it in the show notes and information. So this is from Cash App. They said that Maryland, Massachusetts, Vermont, and Virginia, along with the District of Columbia, are required to meet the $600 threshold. So if you're in any of those states, you will receive one if you have anything over $600. Um, Illinois, it's $1,000 and more than three transactions. And in Missouri, it's $1,200. Again, if you are in any of those states or have any questions, 
ask your tax professional or get on your state's website to verify this. The other side of this is as a business owner, you're supposed to be tracking and maintaining records for all your income. So this really isn't that scary. You just get your 1099s and it's say, it says $10,000 and you check your records and you see that, okay, yes, I got $10,000 from this payment processor. Great, they match. You don't have to do anything. You're good to go. <laughs> so that's the that's the beauty of what your books and your accounting and your tracking and your and all the work you put in through the year is so valuable because that's a breeze. You're like, great, it it matches. You can go about your day. And you should do this. I, I do recommend this for any 1099s you receive. Make sure that it matches your records of what you received. Um the caveat to that is it can get a little wonky if the payments were in December or January, because if you're receiving, it depends on where you it landed in the bank versus your, your books and what your accounting method is. So if it's not like super accurate, but you can find that payment that equals that 1099 in either the year prior or the next year, then that is okay. That is just how counting works sometimes is you have those little strange discrepancies, but as long as it can be tracked and recorded and was accurately recorded as a whole, you are good to go. Um, because all a 1099 is, is a self, like a, an accountability check amongst us taxpayers because the IRS is not going to be able to audit everyone every year and nor do I think they should because that would be awful on every level um <laughs> you don't want an audit every year and so a 1099 helps ensure that accountability check to be like hey I'm a third party I paid you here's proof that you paid me or I paid you excuse me and then I send that to the IRS because a 1099, you submit it to the IRS and the state and to make sure that it matches up to what you self-reported. And that's it. It's super easy, super straightforward in that sense. Um, some states do not require you to submit your 1099s. Again, check with your individual states for that. Uh, but it also doesn't hurt to send your send it to your state if you're unsure. Uh, so that's my spiel on that. <laughs> it, it, yeah, like I said, a 1099 isn't there to be scary or a punishment. I feel like that I can be wrong, but that's the like the interpretation I get from the people I've talked to regarding this. Um, it's just an accountability check. It's just a, hey, I did a thing. Here's here's what it is. However, I will say if it is incorrect, this is why you check your 1099s. If it is incorrect and you can't track a payment and that's when I recommend you reach out to the person you received that 1099 from. And if you can't come to an agreement on to the accuracy or what is or is not accurate, 
what you can do, an option that is available is to write a note on your tax. Of course, always talk to your tax professional regarding your unique situation and whether or not that is in your this is in your best interest. But you can write on your tax return to be like, hey, this is not accurate because of XYZ. And that way you're covered. You know that you took the right steps. So when the IRS is like, why isn't this 1099 fully recorded? That is why. Um, the other side of that is if your 1099K, which is what we're talking about from payment providers, it will include non-taxable income and taxable income. This is another reason why your accounting is so essential because let's say you get a, a 1099K for $10,000, but 2,000 of that was reimbursed expenses. So really only $8,000 is taxable income. This is when your accounting records are so essential because you can be like, yeah, this 1099 was $10,000. Here's the $2,000 in receipts that accounts for just reimbursed expenses that is not taxable income or whatever your non-taxable income situation may be. And you just have that information. Always have a paper trail, always have that information linked to what you have going on that's organized and just set yourself up for success, my friends. It, the more like technology as a whole has really helped us in amazing ways with being business owners. It has truly excelled our ability to be business owners. So this is why I'm here to spill the tea and talk about it because I know how much all of you want to take the right step forward. But like just, just this whole 1099K, this is just one of the 1099s. There's like 10 of them. <laughs> it can get convoluted and crazy and scary, especially when you're receiving um tax documents that you don't understand and you want to make sure that they're right, but you're just like, what is this? <laughs> so it's really important to empower yourself with this information. Um, just as a quick aside, generally, so for business owners, before you submit a payment, I do recommend asking for a W-9. Um, it's, it's not a big ask. It's not anything that's scary. And any, and it's a very common business document. You're just like, hey, can I get your 1099? And, or excuse me, can I get your W-9? You can even send them a PDF. Just, just Google W-9 and it'll pop right up. And it's a very easy, I think it's still six pages long, but only that first top half you even need to fill out your name, your business, if it's a business entity, what type of entity you are. Um, the reason for that is because some entities you don't need to file 1099s for. So that information is just very important to the receiver of the W-9 so that you don't get 1099 when you don't really need to be. Um, and Oh, so let's go into that. Generally, 
if you're a C-Corp, an S-Corp, or an LLC electing to be an S-Corp, you don't really, you don't need to be provided a 1099 generally. Again, um, one major exception is lawyers. Lawyers get 1099 irregardless. Just send them a 1099. <laughs> so on the back of every um, 1099 instructions, just be like 1099 instructions. It will tell you who is and isn't exempt and we'll go through what you need to know with who to send it to, how to send it. Um, if you need to send one, generally as a business, you send, um, if you sent them cash, check, or like similar payment like that, you don't need to send them if it's a credit card, debit card, gift card. Um, <laughs> because then that's when the 1099K comes in, which is that payment processor that we've talked about at the beginning they're responsible for sending that 1099 because it, again, just brings an accountability into the market to be like, this is what you received. So it's, again, not scary. It is a overall good thing. Um, I do think that there are is a lot of reform that needs to happen to 1099s, and I am all for that. Uh, and I, but, And I think that this is a beautiful step towards fairness in the market. And if I haven't said this enough, I'm not sure I've said it enough on here. This is only for businesses. This 1099K is only for businesses. This does not impact your personal. If you happen to send friends money, you bought a couch, I don't know, um, <laughs> through your personal account that is not infected or a part of this 1099k. This is only for businesses and business transactions. I want to make that very clear because I think that was a big part of the confusion is that that line and also why it's very, 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 very important to not mingle your personal and your business. When you have those two separate that's when it becomes easy, streamlined, simple, and clear cut. And that's what you want in all your parts of your business. So that's spilling some tea on 1099s. I know it's convoluted and crazy and it might not make much sense because it's our tax code. When does it ever make sense? Honestly, um, <laughs> just it's very important to know that the new threshold is $5,000 for business transactions from your payment processor. Always check your records to make sure that it matches with what that 1099 is saying. Figure out what the discrepancy is if it doesn't match and why. If it doesn't seem like a reasonable mat, like a discrepancy that you can't understand or want information out about just contact the person that you received the 1099 from or the entity that you received the 1099 from and get to the bottom of it because that's what it's all about just everyone balancing the records you know my nerdy self loves to balance <laughs> uh, so that is my nerdy spiel for the day. And as always, let me know what questions you have because I want to make sure that this is 
helpful and provides you with the information to really feel empowered, to really feel like you understand how this affects you, why this affects you, and what you need to take to feel at least okay with the situation. <laughs> I know not everyone, taxes, not exactly the most fun situation or the most fun reason to <laughs> take a next step, but it is one of those essentials. So it's important to spill the tea and talk about it. As always, let me know what questions you have. Please do like, subscribe, follow, all the things, share with your friends. I greatly appreciate it. And I will see you next time.